wow, just last week, it was snowing and six degrees and the roads were closed and the grocery stores were empty. And it seemed like COVID hit all over again with the almost apocalyptic level of chaos that was going on in Texas. And not even not even a week later, it is 70 degrees out. And if you can hear that fan going on in the background, it's because I had the studio on heat this entire time and I forgot to turn the AC back on. So this is me trying to cool down the studio before we get recording. And it's going to be on while we do this podcast. So I apologize. It won't be on in the future, but we're just going to have to deal with it for this episode. So today's episode, I wanted to talk about audio teasers. And I mentioned uh, and gave a lot of resources in the newsletter. And I'm going to link that uh, edition of the newsletter so you can actually read along and click on the links and get access to all of that awesome stuff that I gave to you for free. Okay. All right. Number one, where do I, Johnny, make my audio teasers? So I actually work with a lot of clients who want to be able to share little short blurbs of their various podcast episodes through social media, email, whatever. And I found a really reliable and user-friendly platform in veed.io, V-E-E-D, V as in Victor, veed.io. I'm not being sponsored by them. I just, I think it's a great platform. Uh, essentially, I'll walk you through what it looks like using and creating an audio teaser. So what you're going to want to do first is you want to export your little blurb. You want to cut out that little piece of audio that you want to use as the actual audio teaser. You'll upload that into Veed. You will upload an image, which is probably going to be your cover art, or if you have a guest-focused podcast and uh, you want to use a headshot of your guest, that's totally fine too, but you'll upload that there as well. And then what I do is I'll use the auto subtitles feature and it will auto generate subtitles based on the audio and it listens to it. Obviously, it's not perfect. I, I actually go through a few times and make sure that the, the subtitles are grammatically correct and everything is spelled right and it's the right words that are being used. But all in all, I can pump out a couple teasers in maybe like 15 minutes and it's really, uh, really user friendly. The pricing is uh, is uh, pretty friendly, I would say. It's relatively inexpensive. And it gives you a lot of other fun tools that you can play with. You can also change the the formatting of what the video will look like. So if you want to post it to YouTube, it will use a YouTube uh, generated formatting like the, the, the size of the square. If you want to use it for an Instagram story or IGTV, it can format it that way as well. Or if you want to just use it for social media and it allows you to ultimately when you're done, you can download it as a GIF. You can download it as a video afterward. It's really, really user friendly and I highly recommend it. So step number two, if you want to make these teasers or let's say that you're putting your podcast on YouTube, there's a visual aspect of it. There are these really cool listen on buttons and you'll if you're looking at the newsletter and again, the link to that is in the description you can see there's little badges that people have on their various videos like, hey, listen on Apple Podcasts. And there's a cool little Apple Podcast logo there. You can click listen on Spotify. And there's a cool little listen on Spotify badge or even Google Podcasts. Listen on Google Podcasts. And what you can do is you can add those to your audio teasers, just drag and drop. You can put them on your YouTube videos uh, just to show people that your podcast is available on those platforms. And it Ultimately, what are we doing this for? We want to look up a little bit more professional in our teaser. So that's really why we're doing it. So a link to download all three of those for free is in uh, the newsletter as well. Finally, this is a quick episode. We're just running right through this. 
which blurb should I be using for my teasers? So now you know how to make them. You have the fun tools to make them a little bit more professional. But now it's coming down to, hey, I got to actually pick the content for what I'm going to be using these teasers for. So personally, I I don't know how many podcast episodes I've produced in my years of doing this. Uh, I stopped keeping track a while ago, but it has given me a pretty good ear of what draws a listener in and what doesn't. So a lot of my clients rely on me if we end up using an interest like a blurb at the beginning of a podcast or uh, using these audio teasers, they will rely on me to select what those will be. And so far, I'm batting a thousand, knock on wood. I haven't had anyone say, I don't really like this one. It's different for each podcaster, but you should be looking for something that borders along the 30 to 60 second time frame. And it's going to contain either a short anecdote that you found really interesting, a funny moment where either you or the guest or both are laughing because that's a positive emotion. We want to have positive emotions that draw people into this 30 second blurb that ultimately forwards them to downloading the entire podcast and hopefully becoming a subscriber and then becoming a lifelong fan. And now you have one more really passionate listener of your podcast. Or the last one. Uh, So you have a really interesting anecdote, a funny moment, or a piece of information that sort of just sums up the gist of that episode while leaving room for the listener wanting more. That sounds really cliche, but it is very, very true. So ultimately, this takes a lot of practice and a lot of podcast episodes under your belt to fine tune your ear to find that quality blurb. That's what I like to call them. But at the end of the day, you are the one that knows your show best. So trust your own judgment. I believe in you. I think that you've been doing your podcast long enough that you can find a really interesting blurb in an episode and say, hey, this is the hook. This is what's going to draw people in. And you can also use feedback from listeners to find out what works best for your show, yada, yada, yada. So those are the, the audio teaser tips for today. Uh, this episode's going on a little bit long. Um, I guess we'll just hit on Clubhouse for a little bit. So this is this is the second week two of my clubhouse kind of thought process. And so I wanted to talk about clubhouse and podcasting. If you tune into last week's episode or the newsletter, you'll know what I'm talking about. But the topic for this week is audio quality. So does audio quality really matter on clubhouse? That is the ultimate question. Because it definitely matters in podcasting. However, I have a tweet from Naval that really caused me to think about those two mediums of podcasting and Clubhouse and audio quality and what it really means. Because Naval tweeted, Clubhouse is to podcasts as live concerts are to recorded albums. Now, when you put it in that context, context, it makes a ton of sense. Because when you go to a live concert, the fact that the audio is raw, there's the possibility of mistakes, there's spontaneity, that's all part of the magic of it. And maybe this is what Clubhouse is going for, but I have to say there has been some really, really bad audio quality in some of the rooms that I've hopped around this week while trying to think about this this topic. So I, I don't think that we need to create this kind of XLR to iPhone converter cable so that we can all have sure SM7B microphones on Clubhouse because part of what makes the app so great is the spontaneity of it. So you can catch people at any time. They don't have to be at home. They don't have to be in their podcast studio. They could be in the airport. They could be at their office. And all they have to do is throw on their earbuds and join the conversation to talk about anything. And it's totally unplanned. So if I were a product designer listening to this podcast or reading this newsletter, I would be thinking about how do we improve on the microphone that we find in the market of wireless earbuds? 
So this is what most people are using on Clubhouse. They're using AirPods, wired headphones, something along those lines. And honestly, if we can find a way to have 45 camera lenses on our phones, then I think that it's it's not unreasonable to expect the possibility of a better-ish quality microphone that the masses can have access to because the Clubhouse is super appealing. It has it has some really, really great content. Granted, it has some really crappy content on there too, but the great stuff on there, if it's not audible, what are we doing? It has to be somewhat audible. We have to be able to listen to it without you know feeling like we, our eardrums are going to burst. But honestly, at the end of the day, audio designers can only do so much. If the content sucks, people are going to tune out. But that doesn't mean that we can't improve on the experience as much as we can. So uh, if you want to lend me your thoughts on this topic, feel free to tweet at me at, there's the voice crack, you got it, nine minutes in. As you can tweet me at Johnny Peterson. And next week, I'll continue these thoughts on Clubhouse and podcasting. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing or sharing the episode with somebody if you're already subscribed. I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your week. I hope this fan wasn't too annoying in the background. And I hope you have an even better weekend. I will see you on Monday for the newsletter and Wednesday for the podcast.